0: I know what I'm good at, and I'm, you know, and this is, this is a, as, as arrogant as I get right here. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say I am very good at playing like assholes because they're likable because I don't have. That's the one. My one superpower on screen. I am not necessarily likable in real life. I'm, <laughs> I'm on screen. I am, I am likable. Uh, I don't know why. I don't give a shit. Uh, it just happens, and so great. Let it ride. <laughs> you know, my manager used to say it like, "Oh, everybody say like, like, yeah, you're a lovable asshole." Yeah. Uh, and and I will play shades of that character until the day I die. Yeah.
1: How did you get into doing what you do? Uh,
0: Well, it's funny. I, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different answers to that. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a step-by-step one, which is probably pretty boring at just about finding it. Well, okay, here's, you know, how I got into it uh, at the the very beginning was uh, in high school. I did a couple plays. After the upperclassmen had graduated from the theater yep. world yep. The area, there because we didn't get along.
1: Right. Um, what was the was there like a guy or a girl who got every major role in every production? Because that happened in my high school. Well,
0: grade. that was me when I got in there. Oh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> Does that sound okay. to uh Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was yeah, a dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cordry. Uh, well, and, and that that meant two plays by yes, the way, because yes. I was a senior. Right. Those guys were gone. And to tell you the truth, before that, I don't really recall. Uh, I probably because I was just so judgy of them. I'm like, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> he can't act. What is he doing up there? I could what do this his better. What was
1: his name? Do you remember? Yeah. I me too. I'm not I'm, say it. I know. <laughs> the girl that I that got every role has a very unique name, so I can't uh, I want no. to though. I know.
0: Oh my God, so unique. We'll we'll tell each other yeah. after. <laughs>
1: Got every role, every part, and she had she had the voice of a songbird, so I get it. Yeah, but I hated her. B- oh. What a name. Yeah. where's we, Bill uh, these handsome days? Handsome
0: dude, very good, could sing, and we got into almost got into a fist fight when I was a junior. Over what? <laughs> a girl. Oh, what you know? Okay, okay. I mean, okay. I'm from Boston. Like oh, I didn't fist know fights that. happen. Right. Uh you know. Yeah. Just with like, your mom, that's what you do daily. at recess, right? Of course. Basically. Okay, great, great. Uh, with your mom, yeah. <laughs> fist, yeah. Fist fights are just a pastime. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I did it, and then I in college I was more focused on writing. I want, always wanted to be a writer, and I had a roommate my sophomore year named Cutter. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, cutter, Last who,
1: name or just like a, a no, moniker that was his given. first name okay. oh. yeah
0: um cutter it, uh well it, I believe it was a nickname but he didn't he it was, he was his first name real first name was dead
1: okay, okay. you know what I mean right. he,
0: he was cutter right and um God bless him for it he and he's a great guy we're still in touch now uh he's a very funny dude and he said to me like the first day first week I met him he was like you should we sh- you should do a play uh, and I was one of those guys that was always like, you know, watching movies or watching TV and going, I can do
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could
0: totally do that. Right? Can I do yeah. that? I think I can do that. It's just saying lines believably, <laughs> you know,
1: anyone. Really at the yeah. core of it. Yeah.
0: Um, whatever your process is, or but so uh and he signed me up for an audition, both of us for an audition uh, in s- sophomore year of Torch Song Trilogy. And we both got it.
1: Oh, cool. And we
0: were outsiders to the theater world at UMass. And we were we were frat boys at the time. Oh, wow. I had that, yeah, face. I went through a little frat boy face. And we got it. And we were just like, people were like, who are these two? And it was great. And then I was hooked. I yeah. I, I added theater. As a double major to English, cool, and you know, and then the the, the second worthwhile uh, instance was um, my acting teacher, my guru. You know, like everybody's got a guru, and this was in college. Ed Golden, my uh, we had a, like an outgoing conference. He had a he talked to all his students and talked about plans and about their you know how they did in the class and what he thought. And he was tough. He was really tough. And he said, "Um, so this is this is the conference, and I'm doing a, a perfect Ed Golden impersonation, okay. by the way. Uh, so uh, Rob, do you do you think you want to do this as a job?" And I went, "Oh, uh, yeah, I I think maybe yeah." And he goes, "Yeah, you could." <laughs> and then. It was like I was given permission right, in a way, you know, right. and so I was like, "Oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah. in.
1: When we get that validation from someone that sort of authority figure Absolutely. who could have zero actual influence <laughs> in ways that matter. But it's like all we need. We're like, OK, he all could, right. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't know what he did before he yeah. got to be a professor. He could have been a crackhead, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, so it could have been some con man.
1: But um, it worked.
0: But. He fooled me. Yeah. Um, did you go to
1: New York or L.A.?
0: I went the day after graduation and moved to New York with okay. a couple of friends.
1: And was the intention to do comedy? Was it to do theater? No, to- it's was to do
0: theater. Okay. I, I fancied myself a pretty important artist at the time. Yeah. I, I basically only did Shakespeare my first Shut year up. or two in New York City. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Shakespeare. Mm. It's one of my life's great loves and-
1: Do you still do it?
0: I, I, Is do, this it, like a secret I do it at home that I don't. when I, I just pick it up and I start reading out loud and yes. my kids are like, Ugh.
1: Oh, please.
0: And my wife says she likes it, but I don't know. And- um How funny. Cause it's very funny, yeah. Shakespeare. Oh my
1: God, Shakespeare's Yeah, music. and I
0: would always play the jackasses, yeah. the mechanicals yeah. for the most part. And so then- What's your
1: favorite comedy?
0: My favorite, uh, much Ado About it.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. It's did I just heard two days ago that they're remaking the movie? Have you heard this?
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: because you remember when they did it in the '90s and it was like Denzel and it, that, Keanu. It was and
0: so good. The
1: cast of that movie is insane. It was it's so, so good, so well done.
0: Um, Kenneth Branagh. Oh,
1: I love him.
0: I'm getting chills right, right. now. Look right. at this. Look so what's happening. Well in my arm. done. Yeah, and it, Emma
1: Thompson and
0: Emma Thompson. Come they're, on, they're incredible together. Yeah. They're perfect. Yeah, they and, really are. I'm
1: still upset about. And
0: the then divorce. there was a. Then there was a. Uh, I believe there was a much. Yeah, there was a much ado about nothing. Um, all I remember. Clark Gregg was in it. It was another movie. It was hmm. black and white indie film. Oh, cool. And it was like modern day. It was set in modern day at a party. And
1: yeah, was, I think this one's supposed to be. It's like trying to do potentially what a clue listed or, yeah, um, where yeah. we're sort of reinventing. And, um, I could, this could all be a lie. This was just something I heard in a meeting the other day that, um, Glenn Powell. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was like, Oh, well that's, that's the only neat. I know. Well, oh, we'll I'm, see.
0: I'm excited. I'll go see any, I, I just watched my, my, uh, youngest daughter is a big Shakespeare fan yeah. now as well. And, you know, we love Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. We would you just watch the like Leonardo DiCaprio version oh. together, which is beautiful, in, insane and, and, and incredibly violent right. and right. and and it really perfectly it, it's it's what Shakespeare intended yeah. to tell you the truth. Yeah. And and I I love that uh she loved it as much yeah. as
1: Yeah. How old I is do. she?
0: She's 13. Okay. Yeah.
1: How many kids do you have? I have two. Two. And the two. oldest? The oldest is 16. 16. Okay. I've yes. got 16, 14, 10, and six.
0: Six. All right, wait. That's 16. Four. Go do it again.
1: 16, yeah. 14.
0: Oh, cool. go ahead. 10,
1: and six. Far out. I know. What was You're I You're in thinking? the shit, I'm man. in the shit still. Yeah. At You're least it's like- a, I'm out of sort of toddler age, but it's still pretty... Punch in the head. Yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. You know what I love about having kids, and and you especially probably can appreciate this having kids, four kids at, at those ages, are those those corners that you turn. Mm. You know, like and you are like okay, like when when my oldest was a baby, they they stopped screaming every time I put them in the car. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's and, a big deal.
0: And I look back and, I, and they they were just happy. Right. And and I was like, oh, big life deal. has changed. Yes. Life is different now. Well,
1: does your 16-year-old drive yet? Yeah. Game changer.
0: Yeah. Game changer. Now. Oh, yeah, because my wife's away right now. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm working. Right. I'm so busy right now. And if it weren't for them... our life, our life would fall apart. Seriously. I would be failing. No,
1: it was for months and months and months. Cause I have my uh, oldest is not does a ton of theater at school Mm -hmm. and his younger brother plays all the sports. So for like a year, I was like, we're so close. We're so (laughs) close to me having another person who can drive the athlete to and from stuff. And it's such a game changer. It's everything. Yeah.
0: It's everything. I do miss... Driving them to like karate, yeah, every day. yeah, uh, that was my job, and I I loved it. Yeah, we had such great talks.
1: You do that is something yeah. to be said for for the trips in the car.
0: You, we just yeah we we really got into everything, and they're non binary, mm-hmm. and so they're very uh, they want to answer everything. So I any question I would have about about identity or. Uh, or anything that's, it's just, just queer life yeah. in general. And, yeah. and what, what as a, as a, you know, straight white male, what yeah. am I supposed to do here? Right. And they'd have the answer like that. Yeah. And I would, uh, I really treasure that and appreciate yeah. it. I miss that. Yeah. I do miss the, it.
1: This generation, this next generation, <laughs> in some ways, I was just talking to someone There's about something. this. I Honestly, yeah. they have Asked such bigger questions of themselves so much earlier in life than we even yes. knew that we were capable of asking. I
0: was just having this thought on the way over here. Yeah. Like there's so many, yes, there's so many different who knew we there were different there were ways that we could explore our, right. our identity right. <laughs> at all. Right. Besides being like
1: everybody else. Right, right. And you know, what which I was is, obsessed with. It's it's so interesting to me the um Uh, My oldest son is queer as well, Mm -hmm. and uh, he, in in a very similar way, just came to have such confidence in himself so young, Mm -hmm. like just Mm -hmm. was himself. And for the last five years, so pretty formative years if he's 16— for the last five years, we've lived in the country outside of Austin, uh, and Texas countryside is not an easy place to be. A <laughs> gay young man who wears nail polish and has his ears pierced no. and does theater and all of those things, oh. and he's just never shied away from being himself.
0: God, how was that really hard though for him? I worried
1: like, about it as a lot, and when I would oh. hear things after the fact of like the names he would be called or the things, be, I'm like, I'll, I'll. Burn it down. Like, tell me where me they too. live. Tell me who they'll die tonight. Yes, yes, Mom, it's okay. Um, and, and they Matt's-
0: they don't. But I don't know how your 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 child feels. But mine is. They're like, almost like laughing. Right. To, at, when they tell the story, it's like they're laughing at that person. Right. Like how sad. Like, yeah, like. God, oh, can you yeah. believe yeah. that this happened to me? <laughs>
1: And Sofa's at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. Well, it's also so wild I think from an outsider looking in of how much people are obsessed with not wanting especially that generation to be able to identify themselves or being or maybe feeling so confused about it mm-hmm. or why do you give us your pronouns or why do you want the or yeah. why why do you not want to be referred to by that name anymore and mm-hmm. I get questions a lot from parents who are grappling with you know this is my my child is trans or my child is this or my mm-hmm. child and I don't know what am I supposed to do right they want to be supportive but they're also fearful so what was that yeah was there anything in your process because you were learning about it in real time any yeah. parent who has a child go through this and you haven't gone through it before you're learning in real time so were the yeah. things that helped that
0: it's good that they're asking yeah you know it's good that they're exploring. I would tell them to ask their kids too because they are a font of information. Language evolves and culture evolves and I have no problem with that. Like the they, 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 them.
1: It's like, why do you care?
0: I did not care from day one. Neither did my wife. Like, hey, man, you just let your freak flag fly. Yeah, Uh, just be you. And. That problem I had was with uh, the name change. They Mm. they changed their name, and it was a name that I loved, and I had given them, and that was an issue for me. So I had to.
1: I could totally. I I could like feel that. I really had
0: to sit down, and and figure out, you know, why why is that so important? Because yeah, sure, you gave it to them, but you really found it in a book, right? is it, it's right. not a, it's not your grandmother's name. Right. Like, it, why is it that important? And, and let's think about this new name. Their new name is Indrid.
1: Ooh, cool. Yeah.
0: And so I looked it up because I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. And it's very uncommon, very rare. There's actually a, uh, what do they call those things? Those, um, like Bigfoot and the Mothman. Oh yeah. And, you know, the, yeah. what do they call they? There's a name for them. I, I forget yeah. what, but, uh. But they're obsessed with the the Mothman. And the Mothman has this like there's another one of those guys in that same town called The Smiling Man. And his name is Indrid Cold. Oh wow. Um, and I believe he sometimes appears as a woman, sometimes as a man. They don't know he's he's he's, he's not as well uh thought out as like right. a Bigfoot, right? But um it's interesting, and and I also saw that it had like um Celtic origins, Indrid, and it was, it was um, not gender specific. And as I was sort of researching it and exploring my problems with it, I, I came to love it. And what they refer to now as their dead name is for all intents and purposes
1: dead. Yeah,
0: You know, I mean, who cares that the great thing about this is like, this, this doesn't mean that, like, they can do – who knows what right. the next
1: step is. Well, isn't it wild, too, that, like, we should be allowed to name ourselves. <laughs> right. It is very interesting that we have never really considered self-identifying, that we get to decide. I am I so admire the next generation because they're like, I get to decide. Yeah. I get to decide who I am, how I dress, what my gender is, if I have one, yeah. who I love, how – in a way, I think that people push back on it because deep in your core of cores, you're jealous that you didn't have the same freedom.
0: And I, I personally I'm I'm frustrated that I don't even I didn't don't I wouldn't know where to begin today. Right. Like right. am I this? Yeah. Am I me? Am I am I where would I even begin to to explore my re explore my identity? Yeah. Like I I uh it's I it's so great that they're Really getting such a jump on it, I guess yeah. is, is, is the best way to say it.
1: Better. Well, I wonder too. With you, I'm curious yeah. because your identity shifted as an actor. Mm. If you started with theater mm. and Shakespeare and this deeper okay. work, okay, okay, iambic pentameter, you're do, you're in that <laughs> world, and now you're very well known as a really specific comedian and like when jack and i found it, we were like yes we could think of a fact i this is so dumb and i know that you've done more important things and whatever but i re-watched hot tub time machine mm-hmm. recently <laughs> and i was I, wa- I was crying on an airplane yeah it's still i know you've done other things and i could name them for you, you no know, it's my it's favorite thing i've so ever done Damn. fucking funny like you know when you rewatch a comedy you're like i don't know if this is gonna work still you're right God, it works still.
0: Well, it is, it works, but it's like, there's, there's, it's problematic. Oh, it's
1: 100% (laughs) problematic. You have to, you have to release a lot of things. And, you know,
0: my kids, my my youngest, especially, is really, really wants to see it. (laughs) And we have spent their whole lives going, you will never, you, we might get to a point where you can watch anything before you turn 18. And we have gotten to that point. Thank you, pandemic. Um, (laughs) But, Hot tub is off the table. Yes. even when you are an adult, right. but, on your own, you are not allowed.
1: So, okay, so this is. But interesting. now we're talking about watching, right? The- like, how do you how do you hold space for that? Of like, this was so long ago, and we know better now, and we do better now because we've you know yeah. we've learned. Like, well, that was these things were inappropriate, but how do you hold space for that? As what a do you creator, mean, hold space like that you have created something or you've been part of creating something Mm -hmm. that you now would look at and go, Oh, that was kind of a bummer. I've
0: done it so many times, you know, there's been so many, I mean, you know, I came up doing improv, uh, after my, after my Shakespeare, uh, stint, I, I did improv at the UCB theater. And I mean, 90% of the, the garbage we improvised was in today's, opinion like just completely offensive yeah but i don't so i don't like i i i, I don't like i'm not afraid i'm gonna get canceled for right. all that shit right. you right. know i'm because i i guess i i kind of firmly believe what you yeah. just said yeah. like uh, that's that's a time it's, yeah it's a it's a museum piece yes. of a of us in <laughs> a, a sense like it. you know <laughs> it's, a <museum> piece. <laughs> um, it's a hot time machine yes. is a museum yes it piece. is
1: yeah
0: um it's so ridiculous.
1: It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Everything about it. Like, do you know the the Inception story? Like, how on yeah. earth did they? How did that? Oh,
0: absolutely. What was so, the? Yeah, the guys. <laughs> my
1: favorite thing we've talked about so far. I
0: will I will say it this way. Uh, Josh Heald and a couple of uh, friends of his in college who are also screenwriters who directed me in a movie they wrote, Hot Top. Um, uh, Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay, another <laughs> one that you can look back on with a raised eyebrow. museum piece. Museum piece. Yeah. Um, you know, they they joked about, they always wanted to be uh, screenwriters, um, and they uh, they joked about Hot Tub Time Machine. They, yeah. they were going to write a movie called, they were going to pitch, I think it was probably only pitch a movie named Love hot this. tub time machine like and they would joke about it when they were high yeah and then they, it was one of those things i believe i think or it, or it may have just been like hey here's an idea
1: yeah. someone's but, like you got anything else yeah like, well it
0: may have been one of those have you got anything else things um but but it was probably like he probably mentioned it and someone was like you got to come in and pitch that because yeah. that is awesome yeah yeah and it is awesome. Like when I got that script, I was doing a sort of a comedy drama with Sam Rockwell, and and I got the script. It's back when we still got scripts, like bound scripts, and and the the binder said uh, "hot tub time machine," and I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening to my career?" And I showed Sam Rockwell. I was like, "I found our new, I found our new piece." And he just laughed. And then I opened up the first page of the title page. It says, Hot Tub Time Machine, based on the incredibly true story. And I was like, oh, I'm in. Oh, this dude's amazing. I'm oh in. God.
1: It's so funny. Uh,
0: yeah. And, and, it, and then, you know, Cusack had a lot to do with sort of the anarchic. Is that how you say that? Anarchic? Anarchy? Anarchic? If something... Uh, pertains to anarchy. Is it anarchic? Sure. Sure. Let's say anarchic. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, is, is largely due to him because Mm. he, we improvised a lot and he would come up, he would come up with shit that I was like, there is no way that's going to make it in the movie. And here we are spending two hours on this bit and God damn, if it's not in the movie (laughs) and it's perfect You know, it's just this weirdness that has nothing. It's not driving the story whatsoever. And, uh, you know. Was it it, fun to make? It's it's the the best time I've ever had. Those guys are my brothers. Yeah. Um, They always will be.
1: I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. TravelTexas.com slash get your own. Were you guys actually like at a ski resort?
0: We were at a really crappy ski resort in um, Regina, uh, Canada.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, great. Did you get For to like ski? two weeks. Okay.
0: For two weeks. Did you yeah, actually? Yeah, I, I, I could already ski. Okay um Craig and Clark couldn't uh Cusack was a great skier. I could fake it. Yeah. So we I get to skip a lot of the the I just got to, had to show them that I could go down the hill. Nice. And um they uh and so while Clark and Craig were just learning how to ski, I was in bed. Okay, great. Perfect. Um which is great. But we shot nights for the most part there, which is
1: Oh crazy. wow. That's always yeah. a crazy
0: thing. Yeah. And um and then we went to Vancouver and shot the rest in Vancouver. It's, and it was so much fun. We had such a good time. It,
1: you can tell. You, that's we had
0: like a me. 70s good time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: How essential is it for you? Maybe it's not, but how essential is it for you that like set is a good hang? Like, do you consciously think um, if I do that movie, I get to hang? I know those yeah. few people. It's going to be a good hang.
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I think. I think it's essential. I think it's like everything to me. I've always said, that just that the secret to being happy and productive in this business is to surround yourself with people you love who are smarter than you. Yeah, it's not always up to you. That's the problem. And so, I think having come up through the theater, uh, it is important to me, mm. and or at least it affects my experience when it's just a work a day, because it yeah. is just work. Yeah. Uh, when it's just work and I get along with these people, but we're not bonding in that way you bond when you're doing a show. It doesn't affect my performance, but it affects my spirit.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know? What uh, What does it look like these days? Are there projects that you're working on where you're like, oh, this team is amazing, or you're actively seeking out stuff, you're developing your own, like, yeah, I'm world. doing
0: all of it. Uh, mostly, I, I've spent a lot of time this last couple of months guest starring and stuff that I've loved, and I just did just finished this three episode arc on a show that hasn't come out yet for HBO called How to Be a Bookie. I don't know if I should am allowed to say that, but don't edit it out. Okay, I will. You can sue me.
1: <laughs> I'm in HBO, it. He's in it. He's in it.
0: And uh, it's it's great. You know, I was I was scared going into it. I'm always scared are you really well because for actors it's always your first day it seems Mm. like (laughs) you know because our first day happens and then we all bond and then it's over and then you go to the next thing and it's your first day again like people usually only have the first days at work are hard
1: yeah and
0: people only have those you know maybe a couple times in their life uh we have it all the time.
1: That's it. I've never thought of that. Before. Yeah, yeah that's and so interesting.
0: first days really get to me. And I, my wife tells me, you know, it's gonna be great, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, I know it's gonna be great. It's still nerve wracking. Right. And I, I start a a show uh, tomorrow. Oh
1: wow. Okay. A
0: pilot that I'm doing for CBS that that uh I wasn't able to make the table read of. I was in Boston and then I was shooting this last show and that really Stresses bums me out. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Yeah. Because everybody else has at least met each other. Right. And
1: do you get nervous like the first time that you have to do a take? Are you like, oh, God, how's this going to come out? Or you're like, I'm a pro. I got it.
0: It's a lot easier than it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I know. You know what? It's a better way to say it is that I'm more relieved once. Enough takes have been. Uh, we've we've done enough takes so that I know that we have it. Yeah. And then I can just like then I really relax. Right. And then we probably get it.
1: Right. You right, know. Right. Yeah.
0: Because I'm trying, always trying to like relax on camera. Yeah. Um, Bill Murray has this famous quiz viral went viral about they were like how how do you act what's the secret and he goes relax your mouth. <laughs> and it's so hard. Yeah. And I notice when I'm acting like my mm. I'm I'm clenching my jaw. Yeah. I'm I'm biting. Yeah. I'm
1: <laughs> well, you're also then less present in that moment. I think I find myself doing this when I'm sitting with someone. Like I did this yeah. earlier with you because I'm excited that you're here. And then I'll have to consciously like relax the muscles in your body. Oh. He's not going anywhere. You're going to chat. It's going to be great. I wish
0: I had the foresight to do that. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's almost like I forget.
1: Yeah. Cause I feel like if I start to, if I'm feeling it physiologically, I'm going to start to pull it into my thought process. Yeah. Like I'm going to start to go, okay, I have a question prepared Absolutely. and I hate that.
0: That is everything. Yeah. Just it's like be here. everything. Like it affects everything. It's just like, you know, I, a lot of people like method actors or, or, people related to method actors uh, start from the inside mm.
1: and remind me what method acting is i don't know
0: i, <laughs> you know, I really don't because
1: there's one where it's like
0: well that's like you're always the character right 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 okay. that's, that's, this is that's the Daniel the extreme Day-Lewis. very rare Got version i mean it. everybody talks about but it's not real i've never seen it right on a movie I heard of course someone say recently done, that
1: it's like Is it acting or is that sort of psychosis? Like is it
0: my acting teacher, my guru that I that I talked about earlier said that like it's not about getting into the role, it's about getting out when the take is over
1: or when the
0: plays down. That's that's if you can't do that, if you have to I got I was in um cat in a hot tin roof. Oh, I love that and I played brick and and he has a broken leg. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. He has a broken leg throughout the whole play, and I got a real cast. I had. I went to UMass Health Services. I got a, a real, oh,
1: like they put one a on real
0: you. cast. I somehow convinced them to put a real cast For on how me. How long? And they were like, all right. <laughs> a couple about a couple weeks.
1: Wow. And
0: my my acting teacher looked at me. He was like, "What is is that fake?" And I went. No, no, that's real. Thinking how proud I yeah. am about it. Like, I'm the real deal. Yeah. And he went, oh, try acting. <laughs> like, oh God, he's right.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, it was stupid. Yeah. I never did that. Well, again. You don't
1: know. You're trying to, you're like trying. In the beginning, when we're doing anything, we're just trying shit. We're like yeah. throwing it at the wall what works for us, what doesn't. How has it shifted and changed? I I think of someone like you where you have a really known personality on screen. Does Mm. that ever feel like, (laughs) do you ever feel boxed in?
0: I don't. I don't because I, I know what I'm good at and I'm, you know, and this is, this is a, as, as arrogant as I get right here. Mm. I'm going to say I am very good at playing like, assholes because they're likable because i don't have that's the one my one superpower on screen i'm not necessarily likable in real life i'm, <laughs> I'm on screen i am i am likable uh i don't know why i don't give a shit uh, it just happens and so great let it ride <laughs> you know my manager used to say it like oh i forget what he said, like like yeah, you're a lovable asshole. Yeah, uh, and and I will play shades of that character until the day I die. Yeah. That said, I, I'm finding I'm getting cast in a lot of. Uh, you know, the older I get, it's really kind of opened up these doors. You know, men have it so easy in in terms of right. of that. That right. you know, aging is very different for men, and. You know, doors sort of open
1: mm. to us. I think, yeah, uh, that's where,
0: yeah, like I'm, I'm in dramas. I'm getting cast in dramas. I'm, uh, I'm playing roles of like really serious, grave people. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, and you know, everyone that casts me think they're doing it for the first time. It's very funny. Yeah, like oh, wow, this is gonna be great. Yeah, I'm like, well, it's okay, yeah. but yeah. you know, I, did it. Uh, I don't care. Basically, I'll do anything if it's good. Yeah. And like I said before, if if the people mean something to me, hopefully I have that choice and I love them.
1: How long have you been supporting yourself as an actor?
0: Uh, oh, that's a good question. Uh okay. Nineteen ninety eight, two, nineteen two maybe? No, no, that's when I got into the U C B. So I would say uh about two thousand, the year two thousand about. Yeah. I did, uh, you know, started doing commercials, and then I I had part time jobs. I and that sort of I w- they were able to fall away. Uh, yeah. My temp agency, I wouldn't call them as much anymore because, you know, I was able to uh, to live off that. And then when I met my wife, uh, I believe she, I, is she in the business? No, she's not. Oh, okay. No, no, not at all. Uh, she's a speech pathologist. We met cool. in New York, and she. She said uh, on our first day we met. We actually have a picture of it in our house. It's wonderful. First day we met, we just immediately were like you, uh-huh. and and she said, "So what do you do for a living?" And I said, "I'm an actor." And she goes, "No, I know, I know. I've 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 seen you in the the, yeah. the UCB. What, what do you uh, what do you do for a living?" Yeah, I was like, uh, "I'm an actor." And she went, "No, no, 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 no. Maybe you're not." what how do you what 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 do you do what like how, how do you, you get how money? do you live yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically that's what she was saying she didn't say that explicitly right and i was like because and then and i said i'm i'm and i was i kind of knew what you and i was kind of playing it like coy yeah and i was like i'm an actor and she's like okay and then she says to this day when she tells the story she let it go because she didn't want to offend me she felt right. like i was getting offended right. <laughs> <laughs> this was a sore spot. Yes. And I didn't want to say, well, I'm a temp. Yeah. I seal envelopes. <laughs> so, but but then she found out as we got closer, like, oh, you're an actor. Yeah. You you, really you're a do, working you, actor. You you make money. Yeah. Not a ton. Right. <laughs> but enough.
1: Enough money to live. And
0: that's all I cared about.
1: And in, in 25 years, do you feel like it's been a pretty steady incline to where you are? Or has it been peaks and valleys? Peaks and valleys. Yeah. How do, you, I, how do you manage the valleys? Oh, uh,
0: it's hard. I, you know, I never, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it. I, I there was a valley recent. I mean, the pandemic. Oh, right. I was, yeah. it was rough, but I was lucky enough to have two jobs shooting during the pandemic. That's
1: great.
0: And that was great. And then after the pandemic, uh, both of those shows went away. And then, apart from maybe a one day here a one day yeah. there everything was gone and i said to my wife i i wonder if it isn't over mm. and she was like what are you talking about yeah. i was like cuz you know this this shit ends for Thickle. people like me it just ends actors they just stop for and not because they want to right uh and you know, she's a great cheerleader and she she got me out of that hole. But yeah. and then soon and she goes, You just gotta manifest it, right?
1: Me and your wife yeah. will get along great. Yeah.
0: And and she's right. Yeah. And she's told she's taught me that lesson a thousand right. times about a number of different yes. things. And every time I do it, it works. Yes. Like she's like, call your agent and just get on get on the ball with that. You know, be proactive. And right. I was like, You're right. And I did. Next thing you know, and this is I didn't just call my agent. Right. There was other things like yeah. to be proactive. The next thing you know, I'm like, right now I don't have a second to myself. Right. right. And I could tell myself now that, uh, there will be points where I'm not going to be working in the future. But I don't feel that. I guess yeah. I'm no, like looking forward to it.
1: Now. Yeah. It's 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 so real. I, I've been having a lot of meetings lately, which is what you do. You take your generals, right? Ugh. So I know. I love people, though. So I'm down. I'll talk to anybody. I didn't
0: understand generals until yeah. I kind of stopped having them.
1: right? And they were like, what? <laughs> well, because I'm moving into a new – I wrote a screenplay, which is a new venue for me. I have written oh, a lot neat. of books, but not that. And yeah. so I just like – need to learn the world a little bit
0: yeah it's hard but i'm
1: finding it fascinating to come in as an outsider and to come in as an outsider who isn't i'm very like whatever is meant for me will come to me i don't chase anything so i'm just sort of observing these personalities i'm meeting with Mm -hmm. and the entertainment industry is just wild wild. but i meet with people and you meet with people that for lack of better description just like high vibration like Happy to be here. <laughs> really interesting. Really smart. You are like, the most
0: important person <laughs> in the world. No,
1: I don't. Not even that. Just like, oh, you're a vibe. And then I meet with people. I just had this the other day. I met with a producer who was talk. Ev- everything's hard. Nobody's buying. Ev- mm, like yeah. all, And I'm thinking as she's speaking, I'm like, you are creating this reality. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yes. If you go yes. to Nashville and you talk to songwriters, I've happened to talk to a lot of songwriters over the years. And they'll all tell you Nashville is a 10-year town. It's a 10-year town. It's a 10-year town. Everybody knows it. You're going to move here. It's going to take 10 years before anyone knows who you are. That's what they say.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: every time someone says it to me, I'm like, you're literally creating your timeline of 10 years. Because they've all just accepted that truth. If I just put in a decade, then I'll have my shot. And it's so fascinating to me that – of course, if you think nobody's buying, everybody's a jerk, nobody wants to work with your actor that you're representing, all these things, that's going to be real for you. Yeah. And if you, it sounds so cheesy, but if you believe the work is out there, I'm incredible, I'm going to meet other people who want to collaborate with me. It might not look like what I I just, I always think there's a path. Yeah. It just depends on which one you're headed down.
0: Damn. I, uh, yeah, that reminds me of, I mentor a lot of uh, young actors. Just I don't know how it even happens. Yeah. They just come to me. They they email me and uh, and and I'll and they'll ask for advice and I'll give them specific advice uh, depending on their situation. But I'll also say I'll say this is what struck me about ten years. I'll say you know what, go out there, work, do it, nose to the grindstone, give it five years. Mm if it doesn't work out, give it another five
1: years.
0: (laughs) Now, if that, if at the end of 10 years, you feel like it hasn't worked out, give it another five (laughs) years and then another five. Right. You know, like basically saying like, you just have to be, whatever you do, you have to be in it to be in it, not for anything else. Like I don't give a crap about, any of the other shit that comes with yep. it, I like doing it. Yeah. I like doing it. Yeah. And and um, thank God, I mean, I found this thing that I yeah. can do, that there's, they let me do.
1: Yeah. There's an incredible quote from Seth Godin where he asks, um, you know that old line that says, What would you do if you knew you could not fail? So it
0: What could you do if you knew you could not fail?
1: Like if you knew you wouldn't fail. What would you try? What would you? And people use it and they're like, well, I would write the book and I would do the podcast and I would do all of (laughs) these things, right? But he asks the opposite. He says, what would you do if you knew you would fail? What do you love enough that even if you can't ever get to the goal you have in mind, it would be worth it? it." It. And I just think it's the most beautiful concept, especially for an artist of like, I have a a friend who's a musician and I'm like, what? Would you be doing this even if you never have another hit, even yeah. if you never sell another concert ticket, if you never do any, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Because you're making music for a living and yes. you could be working at a bank. Like, that's my nightmare with anything with numbers. In right, mind, right. I'm like, no offense to the uh, no bankers out to there. Um, banking, a banker. wonderful profession. Yes, great. But we love having you as an us. advertiser. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many things you could be doing instead, but you pay your bills. Yeah. You're playing guitar in a bar, like that's how you pay your bills. Mm-hmm. What a freaking dream! Damn, so yeah, what would you do if you knew you would? Fail? Oh, I, 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 don't know, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, yeah,
0: this, it's, it's like, yeah, this, the, I, I have failed, you know, yeah. um, yeah. and and I, I found out early on, like before, you know, I was making two hundred dollars, three, three hundred dollars because I was also teaching some Shakespeare workshops on a tour. It's for the National Shakespeare Company, which sounds a lot more important than it is. Than it
1: actually is. It's nothing.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, we're in a 15 pass van and just driving around the country doing Shakespeare for junior colleges. Wow. It was wild. But I was making like, at the end of the day, 300 something dollars a week. And I realized one day I was sitting on stage because all of us were on stage at the same time and I was playing a different character and we were just background we were setting and uh, my tour girlfriend at the time was like sitting there with me on stage and and we were both feeding each other grapes or some shit I don't know and and I thought and the lights were on us and I was like I've made it yeah I've made it this is all I need you know And that, and I sort of gradually realized, like, your your expectations of success should be should be closely managed because I still feel, and I still get that feeling, you know, like I don't ever, I'm not looking for a end goal. There's not like, oh, well, I'm still not this, right? You know, or I'm still not here. I'm, I just. Every time, I don't, it's, it's, and it's random times. I wish I could give you another example besides eating wines, no, grapes. No, I totally
1: get it. But, yeah. and there's so many people, especially in this industry, who lose that almost immediately. Yeah. Because they're chasing the success because they're comparing themselves to well, someone people else. People
0: set you up to chase it. Right. You know, people right. set you up to chase it. And, and you hear so many stories about people who are dropped by everybody that told them that. Yep. And, And, uh, you know, it's just fear, you know, and it's, this is not a business where you can let fear drive you. And yet so many people do.
1: Yeah. It is such a good point too. The idea that, um, a lot of the people who are guiding Mm. will just as easily never answer your call again. The second (laughs) that it stops being hot, the second that you're not, it's like, you have to prove yourself in order to get anyone's attention. And yeah. then once you once yes. the, their attention's on you and you better keep producing oh, yeah. or they're not returning your calls anymore.
0: It's the it's the catch 22 that yes. manifests itself throughout the business in different ways. Like I couldn't get an agent without a something to show, without right. a job and I couldn't get a job without an agent, you know, and it's it, these impossible hurdles, seemingly impossible hurdles, yeah. that are gonna work themselves out. Right, they're gonna be okay. Right.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, I equate this to books or even success as a podcaster because people are always like, how do you, how do you get to the place where you have an advertiser? How do you get to the place where you have an agent or sell a book or do? And I'm like, you have to prove it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I yeah. know, but. Um, But I need the team that's going to, and I'm like, yeah, but you have, the team is not interested in you unless you are showing what you are capable, even to this day. Um, I find it a a wild and beautiful experience to be starting over in a new, um, to to try and screenwrite. Cause I'm like, I've sold 7 million books that, you know, lots of people listen to this podcast every month. That doesn't mean shit.
0: Is it scary though?
1: No, it feels good. Oh wow, I that's like great! Being, I,
0: it scares me. Uh, <laughs> you know the
1: the core. I like being a student. Mm. I it's why I'm happy to sit in general meetings because I'm yeah. like I've learned something from every single person that I've spoken with. So to me, I'm just like.
0: Well, I definitely tell me was very surprised that these people you're we're talking about the people that are in charge supposedly yeah um are very smart yeah they're super smart people yeah. Uh, And they they have the reputation and some of them, you know, aren't, but uh, they have the reputation of being these, you know, they're the, you know, Hollywood, uh, they're they're just vacancy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yet they are very intelligent and, and that's good. And that's, it's, it's, I felt very comforted by that um, because like I said, you know, I just want, I want smart people around me because I don't consider myself that smart.
1: If someone's listening and they're new, they're like, they want to be an actor, they want any of the things. Uh, You said you mentor a lot of people. What is the advice you tell them when they're like, nobody knows who I am? Nobody cares who I am. How the hell do I get to a place where I'm just sitting on a stage eating grapes? Yeah, just act. To her girlfriend. Just act. Anywhere. All the time. Mm.
0: There's so many opportunities for you now. There's so many more opportunities than there were. For my generation, there's YouTube and there's, you know, you can do whatever there's video streaming site, there anything. And there's also a lot of outlets. Like you can, unless you're resisting something and they can stick because they're gonna see that. Yeah. Um, just just do it. Yeah. Act all the time. I was so annoying <laughs> when I was young. I was so annoying. I just because I was just constantly doing bits, but I was working out my my voice, right? You know, and and now that I work, feel like I worked it out. I'm boring, which is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't oh, have man. to do bits all the time.
1: Oh man! Well, I appreciate that you didn't do bits during this conversation because a lot of people try to.
0: Uh, yeah, no, they, I I mean, I might add one or two. Bits,
1: yeah, no, right? they were all worked. Just though. saw it, but I let fluid. them go. They felt fluid. Get
0: in, get out. <laughs> Rob, it
1: out. Rob, thank you for hanging out. That's man. it? This is it, right? Didn't yeah. we talk for an hour? But, I mean, I'll, we'll go forever, nah, but yeah. I, so. I, we'll uh, see. You can, we have an extra room. You can move in. <laughs> yeah, be great.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what you want. Is, just uh, you in uh, a back house. Some dude in your yeah. pool house like... <laughs>
1: Who's that? His butt. Oh, no, go look. You'll know him. You'll know him and love him. Yeah, no, this is a treat. Seriously. Yeah, this was yeah. great because yeah. you
0: know, like I said, this is not the type of podcast I usually find myself doing, and I love doing. Yeah,
1: this and this I hope story. I hope we'll have you back because oh yeah, was, yeah please, great The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble.